Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today for the podcast. Uh, do you have a Justin Bieber in your life? Maybe. I realized I have a Justin Bieber in my life. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be jealous or not. Okay. And the biggest holiday party stressor is... You're going to agree with me. Okay. Well, that's rare. Mm-hmm. Okay. To get things going, we need to talk about it. HMGR. Homemade gift rules. You know homemade is one word, right? Just, <laughs> what the, just take a listen. Oh, my God. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. We need to talk about them. The HMGR. The homemade gift rules. Is it a homemade one word? That's right, Nira. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just, just go with the acronym. Oh, messing with my brain. <laughs> the homemade mm. gift rules. Have a holly, jolly Christmas. It's the best time. Oh, sure. Pick the song with your name in it. I can't help it. It is the season. Uh, Nira, Nira's friend the other day made a big announcement to the group of friends and was like, guys, I'm saving money this year. I'm going to make everybody a gift. Yeah. It's, it's a homemade gift year. She's going to do homemade gifts this year. She said it's just too much. I agree. Everything is too expensive right now. Sure. And like, you know, we're constantly anti-consumerism. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Christmas, is, it's hard not to buy stuff, especially yeah. for kids. And she's Indian and she says she has a lot of white friends who love her chutney. Yeah. I just said it like a white girl. Yeah. Chutney. Chutney. Okay. Chutney. We do love chutney Mm -hmm. as white people. Chutney. So the homemade gift, we need to talk about the rules because it's got to be a tit for tat situation when it comes to the homemade gift. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm happy that your friend has announced it because it's not going to be a surprise. Yes. Nothing like dropping some money at Aritzia and then you're like, here you go. Let's do our gift exchange. And she's like, here's some jam. Totally. You're like. Cool. Mm-hmm. Because it is supposed to be the thought that counts, but let's be honest, Nira. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I, it doesn't. I agree. Mm. I think it's very smart that she's put it out there and said, yeah. hey, I'm going to be making chutney for everybody for Christmas this year. And I swear, everybody in the group was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. We can't wait. Well, what are you going to say? Like, boo. No, you have don't. To, you have to try her chutney because you know what? She also, I mean, I'm not saying this is what she's going to do, but I'm pretty sure she's going to throw in some of the samosas to go along with it. Oh. Right? So, I mean, that's a okay. pretty sweet package to get on your porch. It's amazing she can make any of that. Well, she won't be making those, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. Any of it. Mm. Okay. So, she's throwing it out there. So, now, as her friend, Nira, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? About the gift in return. Well, usually for her, I give a Christmas ornament every year. Okay. Are you going to make one? Gosh, no. I don't have time for that. You should, though. No. It's got to be homemade and homemade. No. I was really smart. You know what I did? You know when we were at Guilford Town Center last week? Mm -hmm. We were doing Toy Mountain. Yes. We were, um, you know, raising funds and gathering toys and... For the Lower Mainline Christmas Bureau. Yeah, getting donations. Yep. All for kids in the community who need some help. So we were there for the Lower Mainline Christmas Bureau. But then the ladies from the Bay came over and they're like, hey, we're having a giant sale right now on Christmas ornaments. I'm like, sweet. They were 70% off. I know. So I bought like a giant basket of Christmas ornaments. Nice. So yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good, man. Okay, also I'm mad at you because I also went to the bay to yeah. get these ornaments. Yeah. There was none left. Yeah. You went the day you after. You bought them. Give uh, me them. <laughs> I'll make you uh chutney. No, thank you. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. 
Are you feeling all fired up today? Actually, yes. Okay, well, there might be a reason, and that reason is the full moon. Oh! Mm-hmm. Ah, it's today. Tonight. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I'm going to get my period for sure. Oh, Thanks God. a lot. Why does it have to do with anything? <laughs> That's the truth. If you're close and then there's a full moon, you look at it, you're like, okay, got it. All right. All right. <laughs> Which also means you're going to get yours because we've synced okay. up a lot of information. Where you're is welcome. this going? I don't know. All right. December's full moon. This is the cold moon. And they say you're going to be feeling pretty fired up today and then tomorrow, the day after. You know, you've been kind of feeling a little bit wonky the last couple of days, too. It's all about the full moon. Whether you want to believe it or not, there is a gravitational force, people. Dude, I feel okay. it. So this cold moon, it's going to test your patience. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. During this time with this cold full moon, you really, really, really want to get your way. And you want it now. Now the problem is, if everybody's feeling this way, who's getting their way? <laughs> Me. Right? No, I am. <laughs> Okay. No, I am. I actually See what I mean? You know what's happening. Right. Okay. Um, But no, they're saying with yourself, you're going to feel uh, you're really testing your patience with yourself. You're going to want things now. It's going to inspire you to get out and make happen. Okay. Yeah. It's going to just be like, okay, look, I'm really annoyed that this isn't happening, but what can I do to make it happen? And now... Impatience, obviously, it's it's really not the best emotion all the time to have to sit with, but it is going to encourage you to be your most productive version of yourself and tackle those projects. Boy, uh, I've been I've been kind of putting off my basement organization for a very long time. Yep. No, I was at your house a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I snuck down and checked it out. I was like, oh, oh my God, okay. life is a mess. I know. <laughs> it's also this cold full moon that we're in that's happening tonight is going to really make you question if your life is the way you want it to be. Oh, God, nice and light. <laughs> Would you be happier if you dropped everything and just moved to Hawaii? That's one of the main questions. Is there room to improve day to day? What's your room for improvement for day to day? There's going to be a big old fire lit under your butt. It's going to make you want to be more direct with people. And zero issue with saying what you mean. Oh, I love this. No filter. And you know, I you know, I was starting to feel the effects yesterday then because I sent off a couple of emails that I don't know why I sent them. Holy cow. And you ran them by me. I was like, girl, do not put my name on that email. <laughs> Just hit send. Holly and Nira. No, Regards. No. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Could you handle the replacement? How do you feel about the replacement? Because Vanna White... Long time letter flipper on Wheel of Fortune. Letter flipper. <laughs> says the main reason she's not going to retire anytime soon is that she's like, I cannot handle the thought of somebody replacing me. The category is thing. And Vanna, if you would please, let's go. Yep. She's like, I wouldn't even be able to watch the show. It would keep me up at night. I can't handle it. She's been there for 40 years, Nira. I understand what she means. Do you? Completely. I know exactly what she's saying. I feel exactly what she's saying. And it's not, it's, it's a lot of issues with self, obviously. Yeah. But I can admit I have issues. But I, the minute you said, the second you said it, I was like, yeah. It's the idea of someone replacing her that she cannot handle. Right. And you know, the truth is we are all replaceable, whether we like to believe that or not. All of us. But I do, I don't know if Vanna White is replaceable. 
Yes, she is. Come on, she's Vanna White. At one point, she's gonna die. Knock on wood, Whoa, love Vanna White. I'm okay. just saying at no, one point. But that's what she's saying. Like she is gonna do it till she's th- she's going the Queen style. Ninety six. Yeah. She'll be just barely being able to hit the little. It's not even a flip anymore. It's just you touch the screen. She's gonna do it till they make her leave. A hundred percent. And and she's it, it's in her head. Like, Same with Pat Sajak, yeah. man. The show isn't the show without them, first of exactly. all. Exactly. And they also know that. Like, all of a sudden, if it's not Pat Sajak and it's mm-hmm. not Vanna White, what's no. the point? Exactly. Right? Who cares about the money? It's 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 wheel. something that's in her, and she knows. She knows. She made a deal with self long, long time ago, saying, I ain't going until they make me. I'm letter flipping for life. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine anybody else doing that but Vanna White. Especially 40 years? Come on, that's her. I know. Has anybody ever done it before her? No. no. She's like, I wouldn't even be able to watch the show. I would tell everybody I know, like, please don't watch. Don't tell me about it. I, I can't have okay. the thought of being replaced. Now, in this situation, don't you think it is better for her than to be the one to decide? It's not about being replaced then. It's about you left. She left. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus, oh, like if she got fired. Versus the other way around. Yeah. Wouldn't it be better if she said, hey, like... Retired? She's, I'm, reti- I'm retiring? Yeah. Okay, now when... Okay, so Nira, one day, believe it or not, I mean, you and I, we either are going to get fired or we're going to retire. Yeah. I mean, I have money on one of those two options happening before the other one. But, okay, so <laughs> Again, when I'm it happens... Knock, okay, knock away, knock I away. I knocked for Vanna's life. I'm knocking for, for <laughs> when, our jobs. When we need to be replaced here. Yeah. Okay, would you rather the replacements they choose be like just like us or like completely different or like not very good or like way better than us, which would be easy? Okay, so uh, I got fired in this situation? Yes, yeah, obviously. Oh. We're, I mean, honey, you dream to retire, but okay. I, I love okay. that dream of yours. What? <laughs> no, it's cute. I'm it's cute. very loyal and I work hard. I know. This industry is, it's tough. <laughs> okay. It's, it's cutthroat. It is what it is. It's I'm, cutthroat, babe. I'm mentally prepared. Okay. Yeah. I want them to suck. <laughs> okay. Yes. What? Okay. What? Of course I want them to If I got fired, this I want is, them to suck. This is why we're friends. I want them to suck so bad, too. I want them to be terrible. Yeah, I want them to take the station down. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, Anyways, no media. Hey, you'd rather have me as a friend than an enemy. I'm just saying it right now. Right. I don't think we're <laughs> friends of Bell Media. We're employees. They pay us. Oh, I'm talking to you then. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going down with you, honey. <laughs> and now, with Nira. Future Queen Kate Middleton organized a very top secret meeting with someone. That's today's top biz story. Who could that someone be? <laughs> Prince Harry and his children. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really? Princess of Wales Kate Middleton reportedly secretly met with her brother-in-law Prince Harry and his children Lilibet and Archie during her visit to the United States with Prince William. So it's just her and Harry and the children that met. Prince Harry absolutely adores Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton adores Harry. They've always been very tight. For the minute that Kate and Will William were dating, her and Harry became little besties. Yeah. And they have a very special place in each other's hearts. And eat in their hearts for each other. Right. A very special place. Kate Middleton said that Prince Harry used to come up like late at night and like raid their fridge and she would always have like little snacks that he liked in there. Yeah, for him. She's like a big sister. Yes. Uh, it's just such a sweet connection that the two of them had. And it's so sad that this is all getting between them. But, you know, Prince Harry loves her so much and feels like his kids need to know her. 
So we know, based on the secret meeting, then, who the problem relationship is. It's Meghan Markle and Prince William. I mean, do the math. Why were they there? Listen, I don't know to be a fly on that wall. Like, seriously, flies know a lot. Yeah. Like, think about how much flies know. But don't they only live for like a week? Or yes, something? no wonder. They're like, my mind blown. <laughs> Too much information so is much what info. really kills them. <laughs> All right, that's what's happening. And regardless of whatever happened, Kate also wants to know his children. So it's just so sad that all mm. of this is happening. I cannot wait for tomorrow. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I can't wait. The, the docu-series. Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. And rave reviews for the new Avatar movie. I see you. I see you. <laughs> well, I should hope so. They've been making it for like 35 years in the making. The world premiere of the new Avatar movie was last night in London. And the early reviews are like, oh, my gosh, the best theatrical experience ever. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, that's what you want to do. You want to feel dead after a movie. Breathtaking, beautiful, incredible. The visual effects. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, emotional, blockbuster. If I mean, did I wasn't, I wasn't really into the first one. Maybe as much as I should be. Because I'm shocked by that. Well, I 3D. You is, love trying to wrap your tail around my tail. <laughs> you love that. You're like, come here. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, uh, 3D makes me nauseous. So I was not happy. <laughs> You know, you can just watch it not 3D. I know, but I ended up in a 3D visual experience. Oh. And then the whole time I was like, oh gosh. Like you ever done the 3D movie with the seats that move? Yeah, it's too, the 4D. That's 4D experience, right? I don't know. It's the one that with the seats. Like, your, oh, your seats move and yeah, things yeah. spray out at you. Yeah, the oh smell comes in. It's like Barf Bucket City like, in there. I know, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, okay, anyways, I probably will watch it, but I now need I can't to watch wait. the first one all over again. You got to. I hope you have six hours. Oh, I know. Another person who's upset with Will Smith. His ex before Jada Pinkett Smith, his ex-wife, Cherie Zampino. She says she had an issue with Will Smith saying that their divorce was his ultimate failure in life. She was on the episode, the latest episode of Red Table Talk. Okay. With Will Smith's current wife. Yes, because they are oh in a blended family. Because okay. they have a son together, Trey, right? Mm. From his first marriage, okay. Trey. And so they are in this big blended family. And apparently, Cherie and Jada have always gotten along. And then Trey and Jaden and Willow and Will Smith, they all just kind of got along in this blended family. So she said it really hurt her a lot when she found out that he said that uh, the end of their marriage, the divorce was his biggest failure. She said the word was just too heavy. She's like, a son, like our son came out of that. Mm. You know, you... you Calling it a failure, she said, just was a very wrong word to use. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they dissected it on Red Table Talk. MJ. As a blended family. Like failure, start F. What? F. F. Fa- I mean, like, go through it. Yes, Acronym yes, F. yes. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime at 94.5 virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Oh, tis the season, and the holiday parties are starting. Oh, please, you've been going to holiday parties since August. Yeah, actually. She's like, first Christmas party, August 15th. I'm like, what? No, you're you're right. Right after Remembrance Day, I had my first holiday party to go to. I know, it was insane. I've been invited to so many holiday oh, parties. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a lot. So there's something, though. The biggest holiday party stressor. And uh, I don't know about men, but I know ladies, you definitely will understand this. It's year after year. It's all about the shoes. Shoes. 
Whether you're the host of the party, it's about the shoes. Whether you're the one attending the party, it's about the shoes. Oh, when you look at the weather, you're like, oh, baby, it is cold outside. It's still about your shoes. And then, whether your toes are ready for them, holiday sparkly shoes. Everything revolves around the shoes. Mm. Your outfit, what are you going to wear? Depends on your shoes. Thank you. That was a lot of pressure. Um, I have a question, Nira. As somebody who's fashionable, you, do you, when you pick out a holiday outfit... Do you start with the shoes or is that the final step is like, and now the shoes? Exactly. These are the questions. Okay. So sometimes you're like, ooh, there is only this time of the year, except for when I wear my Indian outfits for Indian events. This is the one. Or Vegas. Or Vegas. This is the one time where I can bring on those full on top to bottom sparkle fest shoes. Right. Right. And you're like, oh, but what do I, oh, but Wait. Is this party a shoes on party or a shoes off party? That is my number one stressor. Right? Because I I have like two pairs of socks that match. I'll be totally honest. The rest are mismatched. Oh, it's a gong God. show. And then I'm always, <laughs> or like have holes in them. And then I'm showing up to the party and they're like, shoes off. I'm like, ah, cool. Okay. Like, oh, God. I recently had uh, you guys all over, coworkers over. Yeah. You know, from mm-hmm. Virgin Radio, you guys came over. And a couple of people did message me and say, hey, um, by the way, you didn't send a message about the shoes. No, is they this, didn't. Yeah, is this a shoes on or shoes off party? No, they didn't. Yeah. That's a thing? Of course. Of course it is. You always ask. I was attending a Halloween party and I straight up asked because it all depends on your costume then, right? Is this a shoes on party or shoes off party? Because then it affects my costume. I assume shoes off. Yeah. I just assume. Who wants people in their shoes in their house? That's just rude. Who's going to say yes to that? A lot of people do. No. There are a lot of people. And then what bothers me, again, it becomes about the shoes. The biggest holiday party stressor, shoes, is then if you say, oh, yeah, it's it, it's up to you. Shoes on or shoes off. Then what bothers me the yeah. most is some people have their shoes on and some people have their shoes off. When you're in that kind of a situation, you don't want to be the shoes off person because everybody else is walking around in their shoes. Right. Also, if it's going to be a rager holiday party, like the one that's going to go way like late, late, late into the night, the reason you do want to keep on your shoes is because people start really spilling drinks. Yeah, it gets sticky. And when they start spilling their drinks, you don't mm. want to be the one that's got the wet, like, you know, red wine, wet sock situation going on that you're stomping right. around someone's floor. Also, for tall people, it's about our pant length. And for short people, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You don't understand no, my life. No, you don't understand my life. My pants are floods all the time, so it really depends on the shoes I wear. That can, like, make or break something. Yeah, and my pants are too long all the time, which really decides on my factor and makes it or breaks it. Okay. So I need the heels so that my pants actually fit properly. Right, and I need heels so that people know on purpose they're floods. Otherwise, I'm in my mismatched sock with weird pants. Everyone's like, are you okay? You know... You can just buy some matching socks. I could. Maybe you could buy me them. For Christmas? <laughs> In general. Okay. Help me. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Well, it turns out if you do it right, it's actually good for you. I'm talking about gossiping. XOXO. Gossip Girl. We love a hot piece of gossip here, don't we, Nira? Uh, I, I, have, it. I know, but I have mixed reactions to gossip. Yeah, okay, that's good. I also get, like, hives afterwards. Yeah, when it's that good, you're like, ooh, I shouldn't know this. Shouldn't be talking about it. Makes me uncomfortable. Well, gossiping can be horrible and bad and very hurtful. Mm -hmm. But some new research finds that actually if you gossip correctly, it can be really good for you. There's lots of positive things that come from gossiping. Nira, did you know, back in the olden days, 
Gossiping actually like saved people's lives. One cave would gossip about another cave and they'd be like, do you know they made fire using, they rubbed two whatever sticks together for six hours and they made a fire? They're like, what? And That's then they did a gossiping. Yes, it is. Like, do you hear about no. the Smiths down the road? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then like in older no. times, a little bit further, they'd be like gossiping. Towns would gossip about like a weird sickness that was coming and how like rose hip oil cured them all. <laughs> and then they'd like, did you hear that Cindy in the next Wild West town used rose hips? What? And then they used it. And then, yes, it was like good gossiping, like saved people's lives. That's not necessarily gossiping. I don't associate sharing of information gossiping. Really? If I was to say, like, yeah, did you hear that taking a little bit of turmeric every day is really good to ward off inflammation? And then I'd be like, you know how weird nerves you hear? Like, <laughs> this chick uses turmeric oil to ward off infection. We're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then we have an infection and we use it. And then you secretly use. See? Yes. It can be good. Okay, so wait. I would give you this information, then you would turn it into gossip about how you think yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah. strange. Yes, like there are positive mm. ways to use gossip. And oh. the number one thing that they say, the number one most positive thing about gossiping. Building. Yes, I know, I know, and that's the one I always have a problem bonding. with. Bonding. It's bonding, apparently. It makes us bond when we share negative stories about people. Not just negative. Uh, positive, negative, what's information. If it's positive information, do it's you still gossip. consider it gossip? Yes. How? Like, do you know Nira's hair is real? Okay, seriously. Well, everyone thinks it's a wig. Nobody thinks Yes, it's they do. I've had many people be like, where does she get her lips done? And what, where's her wig from? I'm like, it's her hair is real and so is her lips. Okay, but you're the one who started the rumor in the Duh. first place. Duh. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Would you rather? Got a round of would you rather for you this morning. Would you rather be the first or would you rather be the last when it comes to signing a group birthday card? Mm. There's a group birthday card, okay? There's a group of us getting together. It was a friend's milestone birthday. So we got our very special gift. And then we were giving a group card. One of, I'm not a card person, you know this, but one of my friends had the epic idea, let's do a card. Was it a fancy pop pop press card? <laughs> okay, well, I don't even know because I ended up being the last to sign. And I had, I had 90 seconds to sign it before giving it to the girlfriend. Ooh. So I was wondering, when it comes to a group card... Whether it's for an anniversary or whether it's for like a wedding or whether it's for a birthday. Would you rather be the first to sign the card in a group card? Or would you rather be the last to sign when it comes to the group card? I'd rather be the last. Would you? Yeah, because I like to see what everyone else wrote. Mm-hmm. And then if they miss something, like, then I can add it. Okay. Like, and your hair is beautiful. Right. Happy birthday. Oh, you try to outdo the messages. I just try to hit on something that, because I feel like if you're the first one, you're like, oh, we have a great day. You're such a special person. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your special day. Yes. It's like everyone's going to be, that's done. What What hasn't been said? Or the benefit of being the last one on the card, there's no room. You just write your name. Boom. Yeah, but, Holly. but they, the problem is the person who gets the card doesn't know you were the last. So they could have just thought you wrote Holly. Yeah. And I was the last one to write the card. The issue with being the last, there's pros and cons. The issue I didn't like is the time wasn't under my control. We were giving <laughs> it away. No, I'm being serious because the card I got passed around. Right. Yeah. I was the last one to get it. I got it the day we were giving her the gift. Mm-hmm. So I was, I'll be honest, annoyed. 
Okay. I was. I was like, I got like, I got like what, 14 seconds? How and much time do you need? Well, because Happy birthday. No, Nira because- with the heart over the eye instead of the dot. <laughs> okay. What am I, Chris Jenner? Okay. No, there's a reason why you like to be the last because you wanted to read everyone else's messages. I didn't even have time. Mm-hmm. The pro of being the last is you get to read all the other messages and then it gives you an idea of what kind of message you're writing. Yeah, the tone. Right? You, yeah. you, the first person may think they're setting the tone. Yeah. But they may not be. The first person might be the one that everyone looks at and goes, no, that's not the right tone. Mm-hmm. And someone else changes the tone on you. Yeah. So being the first one to write into the card, you're lucky because you get to be the one who's kind of in charge of the timing of the card. It's a blank canvas. You can pick the spot. Location. Can, yeah, location. You pick the best huge. location. I had a crappy location. Yeah, it was where was it? The card was kind of like a puff puff card. So because it was like puffy, um, there was only the indented section that was left to write on the card. So my uh, writing was all messed up because no matter how I tried to write, it was going right. crooked because it was right. it was the reverse puff. Mm. <laughs> okay. What did you go with? What did you end up writing? Well, I, I, I went, I, I. You go funny? No, I refuse. I think I went both. I think I went sentimental and I went funny. Okay. And um, I refused to kind of read what everyone else wrote. Because okay, I was like, nice. I don't want that. I don't have enough time for that to mess with my brain for me to overthink what I'm writing. Right. So I just went from the heart. Okay, what I want to know what you wrote. I'm not going to tell you. It's sentimental. What? It's to my friend. And then I got to read everyone else's and no one got to read mine except for the receiver. So take that. Has the receiver talked to you about the comment? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Joke was missed. <laughs> oh, Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira's 12 Days of Giving. It's our favorite time of the year. Holly and Nira's 12 Days of Giving. We love giving you these gifts courtesy of Guilford Town Center. And this morning's gift is from the Bay. Love the Bay. From Guilford Town Center. It is a Nespresso Virtuo Next coffee machine valued $260. This thing is so pretty. George Clooney approved. That's true. Yes, he does endorse this product. And I just saw like all the pods that come like you would use for this thing. They're beautiful. No wonder the Mm. Nespresso is just so classy looking. The pods are so beautiful. Delicious coffee. Um, Okay, fancy. We are looking for caller number 25 for Holly Nero's 12 Days of Giving. We got her. Is this Taylor? In Abbotsford? Yes, this is. Yes, this is Taylor. Good morning, Tay-Tay. Good morning. Okay, Taylor oh from Abbotsford. We are yes. so excited to let you know you are today's winner of Holly Nero's 12 Days of Giving. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. <laughs> so A fancy, awesome. fancy Nespresso coffee machine. It's so beautiful. It actually would look pretty on your counter. Like, you don't have yeah. to hide this one. They do look beautiful. Wow. I'm so excited. I drink so much coffee. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so, is this something, uh, Taylor, like, and it doesn't matter. Would, is this something you'd want to keep for yourself or you want to gift this to, like, mama and papa or something? No, no. Come on. <laughs> keep it. <laughs> keep it. I think I might have to just keep it yes. for myself, but it's definitely share these for the other people in my house. Okay. That's awesome. Make them a coffee when they come over. So happy holidays from us. Enjoy. And you can think of Holly and Nira when you have your morning Nespresso. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. We're going to do it again tomorrow morning. Holly and Nira's 12 Days of Giving. Listen for another chance to win tomorrow morning at 8.30. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. 
Well, if going to the gym gives you anxiety, freaks you out a little bit, there is a new workout that's trending that's just for you. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Nira, you know the other day, you and I were just talking about this, how going to the gym can be so intimidating for many reasons. Everything from, like, what do you wear to, like, should I work out before I start going to the gym to work out? Like, these are real questions people ask themselves. Yeah, I look at some of the girls... Yep. At the gym, I mean mm-hmm. that that that's okay. Like, I just look at them. You look at girls everywhere. <laughs> look at the gym. and they have this uh, glistened look on them. Mm. It's called. There's a name for it. It's called gym intimidation. Ooh, gym intimidation. And it's real. And thanks mm. to TikTok, there is a new workout that's trending to help fight gym intimidation. To help not feel so intimidated when you go to the gym. The new workout is called the Shy Girl Workout. The Shy Girl Workout? The Shy Girl Workout Mm. is centered around exercise plans that require zero or minor equipment. You can do these in just one little corner of the gym. It doesn't include any movements that you might be like, oh my God, are people looking at me? Oh my God, are my leggings see-through? Can everyone see my butt right now? You know Mm -hmm. those moments? Mm -hmm. You just go into the corner, you get a couple of weights, you just do your own thing, so you don't feel intimidated, and they're simple exercises, but they work. Uh, Okay, I'm going to be honest. Shy Girl Workouts. But like, I have never looked at a woman at the gym and thought, what is she doing ever in my life? Ever. Really? No, ever. What Uh, do you think when you look at women at the gym? Sweet. Awesome. Good for you. Really? All the time. I have, I don't ever look at someone and think, what is she doing? Right, but don't you feel whether or not people are I, looking at you? Exactly. Like, it's all about the feeling. It's exactly. how you feel. Exactly. So it's, that's why I wanted people to know that I have never looked at someone. Like If someone is looking at you, don't feel that they're looking at you to judge you. They might be like in awe of you. But this is what we do naturally. Even if you're looking at me, you're like, oh, I like her leggings. What I think is you're looking at me, I'm like, she hates my leggings. See, this is the it's problem. It's up. Um, okay, so uh, where I work out at Club 16, they have a woman's section, mm-hmm. right? Like totally separated. Yeah. And I often wonder, like when I go in there, I'm like, do I want to go in just the woman's section? Yeah. And I love the fact that they do have that because they also realize some of the other areas can feel intimidating. The intimidation factor is for real. But like, who are you more intimidated of? Just women or women and men? See, that's the other question. Mm-hmm. Who do you normally feel more judged by? Women. This is sad. <laughs> this is real. I know. So I then, know. So then, okay. So now with this shy girl workout, yeah. you can set up your own little area on the turf yep. with your mat mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, equipment. Minimal equipment, a lot of body weight exercises mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. like chill moves that aren't like, couldn't possibly be embarrassing or like do anything that makes you embarrassed. Are you good at working out? No. <laughs> look at me. Good. What does that mean? I mean, look at me. Yeah, look, look at, at me. me. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you have a Justin Bieber in your life? I may I don't maybe. I think I have a Justin Bieber in my life. What do you mean? Legit good question. question. Good question, Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's a very good question. Legit. I have a Justin Bieber in my life. And that person that I call JB in my life is a person who only surrounds themselves with yes people. Okay. Does not have a no person in their life. Hmm. And this was 
the number one thing that Justin Bieber says brought him down. Justin Bieber admitted a very long time ago that for years he only surrounded himself with yes people. Hmm. Anything that Justin wanted, anything that Justin said, everyone agreed with him. Everyone said yes to him. Nobody questioned him. And I realized, I'm starting to realize that I have a Justin Bieber person in my life. Okay. So this person only surrounds themselves with yes people? Mm -hmm. Only surrounds themselves with yes people. So me and this person don't quite get along because I can be a little opinionated. Mm -hmm. I can have some thoughts that Mm -hmm. may raise questions. I don't agree with everything. And I realized, whoa, dude, the reason you have such a hard time with having these good, healthy arguments or conversations with people is because in your world, you really surround yourself with yes people. And if someone's not a yes person to you, you kind of like keep them on the outskirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And you're not a no person, Nira. You're not a no person. You're, I was going to say the most annoying kind, but that's rude. You're, mm, you're the, sure. you're, you're a questioner. Yes. You're a questioner. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm going to make you think. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. No exactly. wonder you and the yes friend don't get along. Yes. The this- yes person. No, they don't have a time for this. What do you mean? <laughs> they don't have time. If you are a person in your life that is constantly only surrounding yourself with yes people around you, like, per- like pretend you are the sun, right? You, Holly, you're the like sun. Like whose sun? The the sun. sun. Sorry. You are the sun. S-U-N. Okay? In your solar system. Yeah. All your planets that are orbiting around you. Mm -hmm. If every single one of them is a yes planet to you, you're going to start to kind of get spoiled with your thought processing and what you kind of, I don't know, the decisions you make in life over Mm -hmm. everything. For sure. You're not going to learn anything new. You need some no people in your life. You need some people that are like, hmm. No, but, or, no, actually, I don't think I think that way. Or, no, I don't agree with what you're saying. Or, no, that's not the only option. Yes. Or, no, you don't have to do that. Exactly. Mm. Surrounding yourself with too many yes people will kind of take you down a downward spiral, as we all learned from Justin Bieber. So, you know what, Nero? I think you need to try to be this yes person's friend harder. I think you need to push this person and try to be their friend. They need you. Yeah, but the, you know how you are saying, I'm a lot of work for them? You can end it at, I'm a lot of work. <laughs> we do say that. Holly and Nira.